Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack. We have, I, I, I'm not even going to say it because I always say it and it's like always a really long <laughs> episode, but um, there is a couple <laughs> topics, a couple exciting, couple, um, it's a very range, like a, quite a good range of topics this week, but um, starting off, we have 49 subs on YouTube, that is crazy, um, one away from 50. I know. Um, that Sabrina oh Short is really you. doing bits. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who subscribed, who's been listening, watching, whatever. We really appreciate it. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, you should sub to the YouTube. Yeah, true. You can get the video version of this. (laughs) You can watch us sit here and just like stare into our cameras. Your stupid little faces. If you guys were here last week, if you weren't here last week, we can give you a little catch up. But, and you should still go watch last week because last yeah. week was fun. We talked a lot of shit. It was exciting. Um, <laughs> um, but no. So um, last week, Jack was talking about the way things go by Bibi Doobie, and I was talking about "I Don't Feel Alive" by Chelsea Cutler, and we're like, "Oh my god, we both love these artists," and neither of them, neither of us, listened to the other one. So we're like we should recommend each other songs from each artist and then we can go listen to those ones and 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 like tell the other person what we think of it so jack sent me a few songs from Biba doobie that he thought i would like or that he that were like her most popular yeah. and i did the same with chelsea and so we're gonna go through them and talk about them which is gonna be fun i'm if you guys have like artists that you think that you that we would like that you have like a few songs of theirs that you want to recommend that we start with we'll definitely also do this for other people's recommendations not just each other's so <laughs> yeah drop them in the comments you know, or like that is on twitter or anything like that we're just at music chef on twitter um so very easy i don't know how we got that app but anyway uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> still confuses me to this day i actually don't know how anyway would you like to start, Jack, or should I? I'll I'll tell you the song. I'll tell them the songs that I gave you, originally. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, that sounds like a good idea. So the way I done it was I tried to like split the genre of like our style up into like different like areas so I could give mm-hmm. you like a good mix. So I firstly mm-hmm. gave you um my favorite song of Be With Doobies, which is Fairy Song, which is on Beethoven. Yeah. Um, I then gave you Dance With Me from Patched Up, one of our EPs. Um, I also mm-hmm. give you She Plays Bass from our, another one of our EPs. Because <laughs> um, I was like... She Plays Bass. I love how that was the headline of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's I a mean, very like... I do talk about it. Yeah, well, I was just... I was like, you know what, Ray, Ray might like... Because the thing is, like, I was like, Biba Doobie's music is very like... There is different set... Like, so obviously our slower stuff and like our is like one kind of genre and that's like in our old EPs and everything and then you have like our, our Bitopia record mm-hmm. and um, that's like more like kind of like all a like indie rock like style so I was like I just need to split it up so Patched Up album is quite slow um, Space Cadet is like quite fast but and then Bitopia is like another area um, and then I gave you um, uh-huh. The Way Things Go because it was just our new one um, and yeah okay so my it. thoughts Okay, I think you described that pretty well, and, like, it kind of underlines the places that I liked and the places I didn't like and why I liked it and why I didn't. So, Fairy Song, I loved it. I absolutely love Fairy Song. Um, I thought it was really, really vibey. I loved the instrumental. I think when, when, especially when I don't know an artist very well, and I first listened to their music, I focused a lot more on the instrumentals and the lyrics. Okay. Um... I also think that in Biba Doobie's music, her, the instrumentals is what, like, shines versus, like, the lyrics, I guess. Like, I didn't read the lyrics of the songs. I just listened to them and felt how much I liked it. Okay. Um, which, frankly, maybe I should have gone on Genius and read the lyrics. Because when I listen to music, usually I'll listen to it and then I'll go, then my second listen, I'll always go on Genius and read the lyrics as I listen so that I can, like understand it from another perspective as well so i didn't do that so if i don't talk about the lyrics that's why (laughs) um but um i really liked it i thought oh my god 
I added this song to my work playlist because it feels like the kind of song that like it's so vibey that and it like it makes you like motivated. So yeah. I I added it to my work playlist, which is a compliment. Oh my god, that is so fun. <laughs> that is literally my favorite song. I'm so glad you liked it because that's I don't know. It's just a mess. Oh, everything. I love it uh-huh. so much. That's so awesome. I'm so glad. Okay, I think dance with me. It threw me off. Okay. Because the song is called Dance With Me and and the way that you put it in the message was Dance With Me Patched Up. So I thought the song was called Patched Up oh, and sorry. the album was called Dance With Me. Or like the because because of, or like the, 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 the um like the highlight of it was Dance With Me and I was like, Oh my god, a dance song. I love dance songs. Like I just absolutely love songs I can shake my ass to and then I played it and I was like, Oh Yeah, it's not This is not that, that so <laughs> Um the one highlight of the song is her harmonies on this are absolutely beautiful. Like so so beautiful. Took me to another planet. I loved it. But um I think like overall as a song it's not my vibe yeah. like it's a song i would listen to and i wouldn't skip but right. it's not a song i would like willingly click on if that makes sense yeah yeah that's fact. um it was like it was and I, between that song and tired on that album as well so i was like i just okay. need to to side one but that's okay because it is and i think different. that goes back to what you said at the start like you said that patched up was like slower whereas like beatopia was more like indie rock right yeah um which I think, like, I, my whole music taste is more leaning towards indie rock versus, like, slower. Oh, I should have just filled it with Beethoven. I was like, I'm going to try and split it so I get it right in one area, but... Okay, <laughs> I mean, so, okay. you know, you know the song Love Song on Beethoven? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's the only song by her I've ever heard. I oh heard God. before. You need um, to listen to the full album because it is so good. <laughs> okay. I, okay, maybe I'll listen to the full album then next week. I'll have <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and then Space Cadet is my favorite of the ones that you recommended. Um, also, okay. I just, I, I don't know. It feels like the kind of song, like, it's like very like rock kind of-ish. And and because you said she plays bass, I was totally pay t- paying attention to the bass while I was listening <laughs> to this. And it was very good. It was fun. So and fun. it felt like it was really highlighted in the song. So I thought that was fun, like, knowing that she played the bass on it too as well yeah um oh my God. yeah i i really really liked it honestly um, i thought that was the one you disliked the most really yeah i just thought that was the style you disliked ha- the most why would you think that you know why like, i don't know i feel i think because your style from every song i've seen you listen to is like very like not calling you sad but like it's very like sad and slow and like and like um it is more just like a slower tempo so like the fact that okay. like you've not like dance with me as much but you've liked fairy song and she plays bass is like i feel like i've definitely got the wrong idea of what your music is um but that's so fun i just like i thought that was definitely maybe the one like the one that you would have disliked the most but that is actually really fun because space gear is such an amazing ep i i think that like it's really good i i think that you you think that I really like sad music, but like my favorite artist is Maisie Peters, and yeah, Maisie has really true. sad music. But all of her music is like the music that you dance and cry to that is at that, the same yeah. time. That is actually um, true. So I I think that I like upbeat music a little bit more than I like like really really sad music. And when I listen to sad music, I want it to be like I miss you, I'm sorry. Yeah. Where I feel like I can just like scream the lyrics and like cry. Okay. Um, yeah, that's fine. You know, and I think. I think that music that's sad has to grow on me, whereas music that I can dance to, I can love on the first listen, and I think that's why I like this song the best. Ah, um, so fun. The Way Things Go was the last one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. okay. The, there was like some weird background vocals on it um, that I, I just felt like I wanted her voice to be highlighted more, and I felt like it was just, I don't know if it was her voice and it was like vocoded, but like it sounded like there was someone singing backing vocals that was like way too loud. Right, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, that's. Did you watch the music video at the same time or did you just listen to the song? Uh, I just listened oh, right, okay. to it. I, I did not watch the music video. I'm so fake. No, no it's okay. The song, <laughs> I, so obviously we've heard it in snippets for so long 
and I like I I mm-hmm. would really like an acoustic version of it because I think that's where it mm-hmm. shines like a lot because there's people that have done really good mm-hmm. covers of it as well and they're all like acoustic and like stripping mm-hmm. back the vocals and the and the um instrumental and just like the the percussion used like I think that see I think so that if it was stripped back I think I would like it more I think the reason I didn't like it was because I didn't like the production right okay. not because I didn't like the song okay um yeah no that's so good and that's it that that's all I have to say but thank you for introducing me I loved it and I will try to listen to more of her music so I can be knowledgeable when we talk about her next time on the podcast <laughs> that is i'm so that that's that went better than i thought it was gonna so i'm so, I'm so glad <laughs> no you guys don't you guys don't get it we i joined the call today to record and jack goes i think you're gonna hate everything <laughs> yeah. and i'm like no no why would you say that <laughs> maybe i was just projecting how i felt about your choices oh my no, god okay <laughs> okay i need to pull up what i sent you um so i can go through it so um, Jack recommended B- Biba Doobie songs, and I recommended Jack Chelsea Cutler songs. Chelsea Cutler goes way back in my life, like way, way, way back. I didn't put any of her older music on here because it's a little bit different. I I just thought like, but a lot of her like older music, I I listened to so much when when I was in high school. I just loved it. Anyway, um, but like her, I feel like. The reason I still like her music is because she's, like, her style has grown with me. Like, it's, like, I used to like her music when I was a kid, but if she still had the same music now, I probably wouldn't like it anymore. Um, Okay. My favorite song is Sometimes. Famously, Sometimes, Ray. Um, (laughs) We (laughs) start. She actually wrote that song about me. Oh, yeah, that that is so true. (laughs) Yeah, that is so true. That's why you should have... She was like, I really love sometimes raised Twitch streams. <laughs> so she wrote it. <laughs> um, okay, so this song is on Brent, which is her first of two EPs with Jeremy Zucker, which are like slower songs, and Chelsea usually does like m- more upbeat songs, so like her Brent songs are slower, um, but like really powerful lyrics. And I think the reason that I love this song so much is like, when it came out, I was going through something like quite similar, mm-hmm. and I just listened to this song on repeat to like deal with it, and it just connects so much with me, and I think that's why I like it a lot. And I thought that you would also like it because I feel like this is your kind of music, um, yeah, it's just sad like powerful. Yeah. Um, okay, and then. For her newest song, we talked about it last week, I Don't Feel Alive. I'm absolutely obsessed with the song. It's like the kind of song where you could just play it on repeat, I feel like. Um, it's really vibey. It's like Maisie Peters, like, dance but also cry kind of songs. Um, Which we love here. But, like, I know we do love those songs. Um, I picked You're Losing Me from her most recent album, How to Be Human, and which is famously has the same layer, has the same name as Taylor Swift's You're Losing Me. <laughs> yeah, I really thought um, that. So I was like, did, did she just? I was like, wait, that's not, that's not, that's that's the Taylor Swift song. But no. That's um, so but it kind of has like Chelsea has a little bit of like more electronic vibe to a lot of her music, and so it kind of it it used to be more, and now it's like kind of she's gotten more stripped back, but like. I think it kind of accentuates that in like a way that still shows her new style. And then her most popular song is You Were Good To Me with Jeremy Zucker. So I thought, yeah, you have to listen to that. <laughs> no, that's so fun. I feel like I've cheated a little bit because... Why? Because I didn't realise how much of Brent I used to listen to in lockdown. Like these songs. Oops. You no, know, the funny <laughs> yeah. thing is, because I so I added them to a playlist, so I could like just look the mm-hmm. four songs and like listen to them and like get a feel yeah. for them. And yeah. when I went to add them to the playlist, it was like it came up in like my like like songs area, and I was like, oh, I was like okay, and I was like I actually do remember like the name of like you were good to me. Um. See, if I knew that you <laughs> had listened to Brent, I would have. I would have put other songs on there, but I just feel like Brent is like what she's most famous for, so I wanted you to listen to it. No, no, um, I should have definitely said. It. But the thing I didn't realize until like because we sent them yesterday, 
and I was like listening to them yeah, and I sorry. was no no it's okay because um, I also <laughs> set mine like yesterday morning and I don't even know what it was um, but I was like I don't really know what it was I just was thinking I was like that song feels familiar but then I didn't realise it, it, I actually had it in my life until like like yesterday night or like this like this morning in terms of things oh my god <laughs> um but the songs literally like so sometimes and you were good to me literally got me through like a really bad like time and like like a breakup uh-huh. and and like a relationship and stuff and um like these two songs like and the whole brent like project got me like <laughs> lockdown um and it was like a daily listen and sometimes more than day like sometimes more um than like mm-hmm. once a day or whatever um but i was I'm, I'm definitely more familiar with you were good to me um but I remember like sometimes um and just like the i think th- this type of music is you've definitely had it on the the nail with like the songs that i like i listen to a lot and it's not that I feel even sad when I listen to them. I just like like sad things that are like have a story base. So like relationships yeah. songs always have like a story to them, and like uh-huh. I used to listen to and I still do listen to rap. And like everything about rap is like story. Like there's always like a story behind like the rap, and there's so many different like meanings of like a different lyric and stuff, and like a a way it's been used. So like that's kind of what I always do when it comes to songs, and um. So that's kind of I think why my like style always goes closer to like that type of music sometimes uh was the first one i think obviously that like tells a relation it tells a story of like a relationship where like one person's not 100 percent um committed and obviously like the other person come becomes really extremely like worried and overthinks and everything about it um and it's like we're not completely sharing your feelings and i think that genuinely i've been there before and it does like I think this same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Um, but the um, it's, it's, it's songs like that that actually do like, I don't know, connect me a lot. So this mm-hmm. is like these. So I'm gonna skip past these a lot faster than the other two because obviously I'd, I'd know the other these two than I do the other two. But um, okay. like sometimes it's 100 like a song I love. Um, the whole I've not actually went back and listened to the Brent album in so long or the Brent project in so long. So I'm gonna okay. do that again. I'm gonna do that and i think that i recommend as it. well as listen so, to chelsea more yeah and i okay i i think you should go back have you listened to brent too no or just brent, just brent one? one yeah okay okay so like yeah brent one was like really really popular i don't think brent two was as popular but i for me like i love brent two also like mm-hmm. um brooklyn boy is one of my favorite songs that's a jeremy zucker song but um Right, it's okay. still on Brent too, so it counts. <laughs> um, I I feel like you would really like Brooklyn Boy. Um, I would if you're gonna go listen to Brent, listen to Brent two as well. Um, it's kind of like interesting with Brent one and Brent two is like Brent one is kind of full of like breakup songs or like feeling insecure, and then like Brent two is like so- love songs. Right, okay. <laughs> it's like about like falling in love after heartbreak and everything, and and like for me because like i brent came out when i was like going through a heartbreak and then brent 2 came out when i was like in a relationship that i finally felt secure in it was just like perfect it was just like everything felt (laughs) felt like so important to me in that time so i recommend if you're gonna go back and listen to brent also listen to brent 2 and i think you would love brooklyn boy so okay okay i'm gonna do that this week and i'll come back next week with my thoughts on oh that. my god this is gonna be a never-ending yeah. cycle of like <laughs> every single week we're gonna just find this. something and go back and listen to it that's so funny um <laughs> you know what? i i don't mind it being a recurring thing like we could we could especially in less busy weeks like we could just have a little segment at the end of the podcast where we do this i'm down yeah because i mean that's that would help us explore more artists there's definitely some artists that i listen to that i've not told you about or and you don't know about and there's some like same like vice versa I, yeah so that would be a good idea i think there might be and even if it's like one song mm-hmm. or like something it doesn't have to be as big as this mm-hmm. section every week but um that is a really good idea yeah we're gonna do that on, and there is quite well, a lot if of you guys have segment name ideas we need we need like a name yeah. for the segment <laughs> we're really bad at that stuff so please shoot i them. know it took us forever to come up with the name <laughs> it did actually yeah. <laughs> we went back like in four for like three weeks and we had like so many different names and i was using like i, I don't know. like to admit it but i was using ai just to like get a short name because all my names were really long and it just didn't go anywhere so yeah. but ray came up with this and it's such a good idea for a podcast name so well yeah 
Thank you. Talk about the other two songs because okay. I keep interrupting you. You were good to me as a just before I speak about the others. That you, I love this oh, song yes. so much. Like it actually got me through so much. Um, that is all I'm gonna say because I will cry. Um, sometimes mm. uh, I was more familiar. I so I said that I wrote these down. So I'm just really bad with words. Um, so I, I said mm-hmm. I, I love music like this it's slow melodic and like deep and sad about relationships and it just ticks every box but I don't feel alive so it's like obviously the whole song is about the way I summed it up is like a song about like feeling it kind of leads to like feeling numb and like feeling like you're mm-hmm. behind and it's the whole of like drowning in the pressure of like everything um, and like everybody's like you feel like everybody's doing better than you well you're just like trying so hard to like survive and like keep going um, but it's and mm-hmm. but it has also got that like got that like really nice message of, of always being like it, about learning to be kind to yourself and like believing that you just as much as everyone should deserve and like should be here. Um, but there's like a lot of lyrics that like reference like dissociation and about like checking out and just like sort of again. I, this, you've like actually picked these perfectly this song yeah I don't get a lie I, I mean it definitely is in the, the like it's in the song title name our lyricism is crazy like the way she mm-hmm. tells the story is like uh, yeah it just like speaks for everything gives you the like kind of backstory and it talks about like it kind of does that reverse where it's like no like I should be here as much as everybody else so yeah. I'm gonna start like loving myself and and then um, being kinder to myself and stuff and that's I, yeah I again love this type of music um, definitely added to my mm-hmm. like songs and my um, will be a, a lesson that I will go back to and probably re-listen to like when I'm in my fields and even when I'm not you know my favourite thing is just driving around like home from work and just like having like the really sad songs on like blasting out my window like screaming the lyrics and like mm-hmm. watching everybody stare oh, at I you while that. you're like just having the best in your life even though the lyrics are like really <laughs> sad <laughs> i i feel like ca- music in the car like it's so different. oh you're so right and then you're you lo- wait not yeah, yeah you're losing me so the taylor swift song no i'm joking um <laughs> stop <laughs> so it's um the meaning of this one is like she was at a time where she was like letting go possibly letting go of her mm-hmm. career like for a loss of interest right is that is that what i've gained here yes okay. yeah um so i think it's really interesting to hear a song that's framed in the way of like a relationship but talking about not so much a relationship with a romantic partner or like a a whatever Mm -hmm. but it's more of like your work and your like you're literally what you have to do every day to survive like that nobody sings or nobody really talks about this as much as as it happens like there is so many artists that struggle with this because of the industry and like how demanding and how like much pressure there is in it but like the Mm -hmm. way she speaks about it and the way she sums it up and like the the words that she uses and and frames it and obviously that way of like a relationship is really really nice like i think you definitely get the idea that it's not about a romantic partner it's more about something else oh, yeah. i think it's definitely a really good topic to talk about and um nobody really yeah. talks about it about like coming so burnt out from everything like losing interest and passion in it you've actually did you just go through I my think... like life experiences but like, yep that works that works that works <laughs> Okay, I think that Chelsea's music, just in general, has a lot of those themes. Okay. Especially her m- more recent music has a lot of those themes. Um, like, the whole How to Be Human album, not to give you more things, but the whole How to Be Human album essentially talks about those all of those themes. Um, okay. And it's not really about a relationship, it's about her and how she feels disconnected from her whole life. That is... Um, wow. and that's hence it's called How to Be Human, like, she's, yeah. like, trying to be a human, but, like you know doesn't feel like she can be and I feel like it's really great because it's some like a lot of artists just write about relationships because that's what is normal but it's something that I think as a music listener is really nice because these are feelings that most of us feel in our everyday lives like it's not an abnormal thing to feel and to have music to comfort you in those moments and make you feel less alone is like very important and and like really great and I'm like thankful that she didn't like just give up and still put out this music yeah like it's I I, I actually like I'm gonna 
obviously I, my goal is to listen to Brent too, but I also I'm gonna just listen play. <laughs> I'm gonna come back with Okay, we'll see you in another, another hour you know, section next like next next episode of me just talking about Chelsea yeah. Colour. Honestly, you better hope nothing important happens anywhere else. <laughs> just talk about that next week. But I, um, but I definitely will. And thank you so much because I'm just obsessed. This is why this oh section is Oh my god, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, I know. I'm so glad you liked it. And I hope you guys liked the, the little, like, giving each other music recommendations. So, like, definitely when there's, like, no album releases or, or big things to talk about, it's something that we'll continue to do. So... Yay, but now to our regular scheduled programming. We get to talk about drama and news. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, I love this section. So, today we are filming the podcast. It is July 24th, Monday. You guys are listening on Thursday, which is July 27th, but you know what? Whatever. Um, Pretend it's It is the three years of four core. Yay. It is. I love four Yeah, core. pretend it's the 24th. 24. Today is three years of folklore for us, and three days ago it was for you, so you know what? Same thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have a lot of really, really weird memories about folklore, personally. Because it was the pandemic, I, I was just like, I remember like listening to folklore for the first time, and like, <laughs> I remember my entire timeline what like right when midnight hit and everyone started listening to the one and then my whole timeline was did her and joe break up <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody nobody got it until like you know whatever i i have a lot of weird memories about folklore with like just like staying up till midnight and listening to it like being in the middle of the pandemic like feeling like you know, I'm just gonna wake up and do like an hour of class online and then nothing else will happen in my life. And it was really exciting and special to have that in that moment. And I, I, me and Jack talked about earlier how like we, how we like found out about folklore, like what, what were we doing when Taylor like yeah. put out that Instagram post and tweet and stuff. And we were, I was like, I'm pretty sure I was sleeping and I just woke up to it. Um, like I don't, I don't remember being awake. I, I remember waking up to it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it was... So, it was when um, Taylor done the, like, nine post spreads over Instagram. I know. And it's, like, not like Taylor to post on Instagram, like, ever. So, you would wait... You'd I think... I believe it was... I can't remember what specific time it was, and I mm -hmm. wish I could, but I'd, I honestly think that's how it went. I think I woke up in the morning and just seen that, like, Taylor Swift has posted a photo, Taylor Swift has put, like, nine times, and then, um, I don't think I was using, oh, no, I was using Twitter at that time, so I did have her notifications on, um, so it would have been probably, like, mm -hmm. a similar thing over there, but it was, like, just waking mm -hmm. up to literally, like, a whole new world, because it was, like, it was just, like, something we'd so... never really heard from her before. I was, like, shocked. I, I remember, like, all of my friends at the time where we were just, like, freaking out in DMs and we were just like, what the hell is happening? I'm so excited. But what the hell is happening? And I think, okay, folklore was interesting. I think on first listen, my favorite was August. Okay. Um, But I think now my favorite is The Last Great American Dynasty. I think August is, like, my was my favorite on first listen because, like, it was just like it has that feel and i think it i remember that summer like driving around in my hometown listening to august on repeat and yeah i i don't know that was fun what, what how has your favorite changed so um i think from what i remember then what i used to listen to a lot more um the one mm -hmm. was my favorite because it, it was very like it was very like upbeat and like in terms of yeah like i can't even describe it but i think just coming and waking up and like sitting down to an album i i don't think there is a song in folklore i dislike but the one that stood out to me was the one because i just used to like scream the lyrics and like sitting like that because it was um mm -hmm. but it was when obviously in lockdown when we couldn't really go anywhere but like it, some of the shops were still open in terms of like you could go for like a week like a weekly shop or anything and mum and dad used to go together mm -hmm. so it would just be me in the house and like whenever they would go out <laughs> i would just i would just put taylor swift on and i was like i remember walking down That's my like so corridor amazing. and like singing the one and like just vibing but um, oh my god 
but then it became like this is me trying just again a very like into songs that have this like kind of like mental health and like thingy theme um and then uh-huh. when the lakes uh, when the recorded studio um thing came out yes. the way they described this is me trying i fell in love with the song even more and i didn't think that was possible um i uh, yeah i i we watched that together yeah, that was fun <laughs> that was um, i remember that oh my god yeah um over discord let's go yeah I know, we launched that together with Discord. Jack screenshotted it to me because I didn't have Disney Plus. And then I made that... <laughs> That's what good friends do. That Swift, <laughs> see, when she was bobbing her head, I made that into like a Twitch emote. Oh my god, that emote. Wait, wait, we need to add that to our server, guys. Join our server. Yeah, join it. our Discord and we'll add it. That is so fun. Oh my god, the memories. <laughs> so many memories. Yeah, Folklore had so many memories. It was just a good time. And it's fun to reminisce. And we won't forget about any other anniversaries. <laughs> of taylor's albums like evermore like she does so yeah you know evermore it's actually when, a shame when that comes around we will talk about it i think it's because it's so close to her actual birthday that like it's like okay um that's true but anyway that is true actually <laughs> but that actually that um, leads us on to the next thing right yeah, yeah evermore we love evermore and taylor Hates Evermore. Nobody, no crime was added to the set list this weekend, which was expected. Everybody knew it was gonna happen because Phoebe sang nothing new every night with with Taylor. So it was just kind of like obviously Haim's gonna sing Nobody, No Crime every night with Taylor. Yeah. Um, Epic, by the way. And oh my god, the fact that literally instead of Taylor coming out of the of the elevator in the stage it was just four of them yes. and seeing like the videos of like the evermore intro and how freaking insane the crowd yeah. went and just tune as soon as they heard the sirens and then four of them pop out of the ground yes. oh my god it's so amazing we knew it was coming but it's just it was even better than we could have even like imagined mm-hmm. and it seemed amazing and the like mm-hmm. solos they had and just like the way the stairs were like they were positioned on the stairs and like taylor was like walking in between them and like oh my god oh and that was so good it was perfect and i yeah i think it's it's good and uh she got rid of tis the damn season <sighs> taylor hates um, evermore I, I actually i can't i'm gonna say it a bit i'm not new in saying this but <laughs> How are you going to remove Test the Damn Season? I don't think that... T- I think that it has to do with time. Honest to God. Because back then there wasn't any long live. And I, I don't know what the curfew rules are. What the scheduling rules are for her. And what what any of like those logistics are. But if she added long live, then she added another three minutes. And she's going to add another song that's six minutes. And then obviously like in between each song is like a little bit of time so it's probably like 10 minutes added um so it's like is it like we don't know and like the only time we're gonna find out is when paramore opens and if she gets rid of long live and give does castles crumbling instead oh my god and we'll know right i i'll be sad if she gets rid of long live yeah i feel like it's a it's a long time from now and I, I feel like she she might and she might not and it's the same sentiment i had as last week when people were complaining yeah. about not hearing long live it's if you get nobody no crime you're there for what 10 shows that Haim is opening for yeah. you are one of the 10 shows that gets to hear that you don't get to hear tis the damn season it sucks i love tis the damn season i am a tis the damn season stan yes but you are seeing taylor swift you are going to the air tour who gives a shit i honestly like hate people being entitled and complaining online like not me just being really you do realize (laughs) i'm an exclusion (laughs) you do realize yeah jack can complain however much he wants anyway (laughs) um but you do realize that there's been like so many different things right there's been long live there's been there's been nothing new there's been no body no crime there's been the one there's been invisible string there's been and there's going to be castles crumbling there's like there's there's and she like she switched the one for invisible string now she's done this she might change the set list more in the future by the time next year comes in europe the set list can be completely different and it sucks 
but you're going to get to see a different show than the other people. And it's like, you're getting to see the freaking Aaron's tour. She's still performing for three and a half hours and playing some really good songs. So, you know what? It sucks. I wish she could play both. I wish she could play her entire discography because there's always someone who's going to be upset if, if she thinks like that. So, uh, it's just, it is what it is. I don't know if she'll get rid of Long Live in Castle's Crumbling. She might get rid of something else. She might not get rid of anything. She might not play Castle's Crumbling. We don't know what's going to happen. So don't, like, make assumptions. Don't get upset. And I really hope she does play Long Live for the European shows because there's a lot of countries in Europe that Taylor has never played in before that yeah. she's going to. I've never heard Long Live. And, Live. and I, I will be sad if she, does, if she doesn't do yeah, it. Yeah, like, the, exactly. Like, all for all of the places in, like, it's different in America because all of these places got rep tour shows. Um, I don't feel as bad about it. But for international fans who, like, have never had Taylor in their country, I, I think it's very important that she plays it and it'll be, like, a little bit more me. But leave your favorite... Oh, I just punched my mic. Favorite folklore oh. song in the, the comments or tweet us or anything but there is a bunch of good songs on um folklore the whole album is full of them but there is like a bunch of different um opinions and very interesting like favorite songs people have so i'm here for it next thing is drama drama time um i love this anyway (laughs) we love drama you love this part we (laughs) love drama we love starting problems um yeah so we're not like there's okay so Gracie has been doing some acoustic shows in record shops in cities that she's playing in the Eras tour on those weekends. Every weekend I see something on my timeline of people fighting about queue numbers, people fighting about this or that. I don't know. I just want people to like be nice to each other at concerts, be nice to the artists at concerts, respect each other. You're all there for the same thing. It's okay if you're not in the front center it's okay if gracie doesn't get your gift it's okay it's not okay to make other people's experiences shitty it's not okay to make gracie's experience shitty so that she never does these things again but yeah i think we've talked about concert etiquette a lot on this podcast and i think i don't know like my opinion on people cutting in line is like different depending on like where you are in the line i guess because like and how many people it is like if it's one person i absolutely don't think that one person should be like left to be by themselves without their friends if they like have a legitimate excuse why they couldn't have gone there early um and usually one person is not going to make that much of a difference between the people behind you know seeing anything no it's really not like being close there's no yeah it's one person yeah if it's like a group of people then yeah it's kind of a shitty thing to do um like i would say majority of your group has to be there the time you want to start queuing honestly yeah unless you're like way at the back then no one cares (laughs) yeah but like if you are like at the um i'd probably say like the first like it's different because it just depends on the size of the venue but like yeah, realistically probably like nice. first 20 if you're gonna let let's just say this because one person is okay i think like two people yeah. is okay depending if you're like maybe 20 to like like 60th in line but like i think yeah. anything over like two or anything over one in the first 20 is crazy um because i think that that yeah. is literally like that's and two people like onto it that's it sounds crazy because it is mm-hmm. like there is such a, a big thing about being barricading stuff for shows or like being like front so you can do whatever but it is just like if you're not there on time and you want to be with your friends like the more respectful thing would be to like go back to where they are but i get like obviously if you've been waiting there for a long time it's it's hard yeah but, it yeah. sucks and if you want to hang out with your friends in the queue you can just go back to your spot like before do- like right before doors open and yeah. like that's fine i don't think anyone would be mad at you doing that um, I mean, I'm mad at queue cutters and everything in my life. Like, I was on the bus the other day, and, like, the bus was really busy, so it was, like, not everyone was going to get on the bus. Yeah. And someone cut in front, and I was like, get to the freaking back, because if you're the reason I don't get on this bus, <laughs> oh I'm going to be mad. Can you imagine? 
Yeah. Like... That is annoying. It's just stupid. I think that, like, it's really tough for us to, like, judge specific circumstances because we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think just be nice to people. Um, like, remember that this is, like, a space where you all love the same music. You're there yeah. for the same reason. Just be nice. I was at the Dylan show a little while ago and like the two girls next to me were so nice. There was this really tall guy standing in front and like they were like the tall guy like was not talking to any of us. I don't know why. Um, but I was like standing kind of behind him and it was like I didn't have I couldn't I couldn't see but it was just like it sucked. And they like could kind of tell I was like upset or like uncomfortable standing there and like I it was stupid because it was like a hundred person venue and if he stood right behind me he would have had the exact same view and like but then those girls were were, and like he could hear us talking about it like me and the other girls (laughs) and he didn't like offer to move which is so fucked up and we weren't even barricade we were like you know we were like middle of the crowd right and it's like a hundred people so it's like standing one row back if you're middle of the crowd it's like not gonna change anything and then the worst was like everyone is dancing when when dylan came on and he was just like standing still and i was like okay so you're gonna take my view and also like be annoying (laughs) um but those girls were really nice and were like oh do you want to like we can move over a little bit and you can like see and i and like honestly like it's like they didn't sacrifice their view and i but they did something nice for me because they could tell that i was like struggling and that was really nice um and like i just wish more people were like that like cared about everyone like obviously when it's general admission not everyone's gonna have the best view yeah but that's just the way that it is and if if you're like just be kind to people and you know if you're gonna have a friend cut in line tell them before (laughs) at least so they don't like you know, have this last minute remorse because then that's also sucky. And also in the Gracie VIP shows, um, like, I think Gracie shows are, like, a really big thing of this, of, like, people wanting to give her gifts and stuff because she acknowledges it. People giving her gifts, people shouting at her, people talking over her. Honestly, just don't do those things. Respect the artist. Respect their boundaries. Don't ask them about things in the middle of a show that may make them uncomfortable. I, I don't know if any of this stuff has happened, by the way. I'm not referring to any yeah, specific yeah. thing. I just, this is just general stuff. Like, especially with acoustic setting shows, because artists can't ignore those things if they make them uncomfortable. So just be respectful. The artist is there to play music for you. And when it's time to ask questions or give gifts, you can. But don't, like, ask her to sign stuff or whatever. It's just not the time. It's not a meet and greet. It's a concert. Like, everyone else there wants to hear the music, too, and it's not, like, your private meeting, right? Yeah. Like, I know how how tempting it is because it is, like, probably the most intimate setting you'll see them in and, um, and probably the closest mm-hmm. you'll ever get to them, and I understand. But there is, like, a time where after the show you can always ask them or, like, even at the Q&A section, there is people that are like, can you sign this while I ask you a question? And most of the times artists are fine with it because um, it is, like, as long as you're, like, keeping yes. it going... Like even if they're not okay with it, to yeah. be fair, they will do have to. They don't have to do yeah, it, but they probably they will. To. Acoustic shows are so fun, but it is like, like I didn't not nothing happened at the Maisie Peters one to make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I just felt really uncomfortable at the actual acoustic show just because of like the whole aspect of it. Like I think when you're at a normal show, you don't have to. I don't know what it was. I I think it was just because the fear of like singing and people hearing you. But I don't. I don't. I don't actually know. I think it's just the whole setting made me a lot more. Like uncomfortable and that was my first acoustic one so maybe uh-huh. people feel the same and are just a little bit like anxious and like that's why um we've seen some people talk about some things or anything like that from these acoustic shows and they're just maybe like reading it wrong in their head yeah. and stuff but there is definitely these things that happen um and it is just like respect i mean it ha- i like i think it's also a gracie thing because it happened at my like Did it? gracie toronto concert which was 2500 people like yeah. people trying to give her gifts in between like people at barricade or like passing their gifts up to the front in between songs and like yeah. grace the the thing with gracie is that like she encourages it like sometimes she'll pick things up from the audience and stuff yeah. so it like encourages more people to do it um and it's just like as she starts to play bigger shows, like, there has to be a point where it stops. Because, like, if you're standing in the balcony, which I was, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's frustrating. It, like, I, it's okay, but it can be frustrating for people who, like, want to hear the music and you're, like, 
passing her a gift in the middle of the song and then she like stops singing and it's like oh okay <laughs> okay it's hard because um, like the artists like a lot of artists probably feel like they have to be really responsive to this stuff but because like, yeah. like I, there is a whole thing about if an artist is like oh i don't want not like i don't want your gift but like like they're just doing their job so like if someone tries to give them a yeah. gift and they don't take it then there's like they get people get so angry about it but um and like show show interaction is good yeah yeah I know, like, Taylor does it in very subtle ways, because obviously she has a whole dance. And I think Harry Styles is probably a good example of someone who's, like, mastered show yeah. interaction. And, like, there are people in his audience, I mean, who would are probably, like, begging for attention or, like, when they shouldn't be, yeah. like, during songs and stuff. But I feel like with time, he's kind of mastered a, like, only put your signs up in between songs kind of thing. Yeah like a uh, uh, kind of like atmosphere in his shows which i think is something that should be adapted everywhere like only give your artist gifts when they like ask for it don't like interrupt in the middle of songs or anything like that because it's or you know talk over other people or anything it's just not not respectful yeah we we love harry's over here um and i think they are really mm-hmm. obviously Harry is like maybe leaves like 10-15 minutes in his actual set list for these interactions whereas artists don't Mm -hmm. like I think this is why we were so worried when Taylor went on tour because Taylor hadn't toured in years and whole like TikTok came really big and this whole like new area Mm -hmm. of a fan base adapted and they had only seen videos of Harry being on tour and like Harry is so different but it's actually been okay the Eras tour we've not seen a lot we've seen signs and stuff but um, not as many as I thought people we were going to... People bring signs. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't read it. I And, like, the most people get are, like, you know, people, like, like her, like, waving at people in the audience and stuff. Like, yeah. that, I And I think that's good because it doesn't encourage it. And it, it it's just there, the way that she wants to run her show, which is good. There was that Marjorie fan project that was a... a that I, We didn't even speak about that because that wasn't a thing, but that was a fucking terrible idea never do that you don't know these people and their family members oh uh, yeah we're not talking about the lights by the way just, no no just oh, like no, no sorry the pictures um but yeah no i know i just want to make yeah it so i'm not hating on anybody <laughs> that actually like done a nice thing it's just the whole like parasocial thing um but it's things like that yeah. that like we were worried about we would see more but we actually haven't so yeah um it's just Which is good. yeah i don't know just be kind like i think these acoustic shows are such a good experience and such a like a not every city or not every place even gets the opportunity to see these artists never mind get an acoustic performance from them so just be respectful and it is like a more intimate setting so you have to be more respectful of people's like surroundings and um just don't like over perform the artist as well um yeah for sure there's a lot we could talk about but Um... just be kind that's all yeah. Did you want to talk about your minor cake, Jeff? Yeah. Um. It. <laughs> okay. So I was up till three a.m. Uh, baking this cake and making this cake. Um, oh my god. I'll post up. I'll put a picture like in the middle of the middle of us. Um. Yay. Of what it looks like, and it looks okay, but it it definitely does say Gracie Abrams on the bottom half. It just doesn't look like it. I messed up. Um. Mm-hmm. But so it was like just a red velvet cake but i made this like marshmallow fondant and this is the first time i've ever made this fondant and i i i was needing it to and i needed it with too much sugar so it's really like stiff and like thick Um, so whenever i've had a bit i've like cut it off and just not had it but um um it it was cool um it was a nice experience but um uh I have a fan account on Twitter and I've, I just don't have any, any people that follow it. So Gak ignored my message. Gak hate me, but it's okay. I'll get there. Um, I think but... it was because you did it late. Otherwise, it would have maybe been noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. But I, <laughs> they, they did just release the um, the cake um, like video mm-hmm. on TikTok of everybody's cakes and I didn't make it, but it's okay. It's fine. Next time. I was, It's because I can't bake when my parents are in the house. That's the problem. So I had to do it this weekend or yeah. last weekend, but it's fine. Um, if you want to see it, it'll be in the middle. But it was fun. Um, and I, I've been a Gracie fan for ages, but I just never had a fan tour. Or, and I've been really out of fan things because I just, like, found it really hard to connect with, like, 
another like group of people um without like w- w- like being too deep into it but i'm trying so we'll be there but it was fun um you're doing a great job and everyone should follow jack's yeah it's um it's you're on your own jack <laughs> oh my god people are getting their card again that's actually sad i won't mind mine keeps getting delayed um it was fun um it was really bad tasting though so i'll leave it up to everybody else to make the next one i'll just it looks pretty enough so that's that's what i'll I'll take that out of it but did don't taste my cakes <laughs> maybe next day it'll be better but oh next time i see you in person you should bake us a cake wait we should have an and we should record and I, a podcast yes. in person and you should bring me a cake when is the next time we're gonna <laughs> see each other i don't know it's gonna be a while uh yeah i don't know maybe air store <laughs> oh gosh okay <laughs> That's fine, we'll figure it out. Last thing we have to talk about is there's a new Baby Queen song called We Can Be Anything that came out. Yeah. Um, and you can be anything. Good message. You can be anything. It's it's not my cup of tea. Honest to God. I, yeah. It's very repetitive. I just like, I don't love it. I, I, I think that dream girl was like way better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really love the the message behind it and the the music video is mm-hmm. really awesome because it continues on from Dream Girl. So I I like the music. Uh, it as Ray said it it's the it was like the it was quite repetitive, but um, uh-huh. I'm just here for new baby Queen music, so I'm happy. But um, I do prefer Dream Girl. It's not a bad song. I love the message. Yeah. It's just a little bit repetitive. I'm really sorry. Don't hate on me. Um, I love Bella, but it's, <laughs> it's just okay. yeah, I don't know. It was just Dream Girl's been my favorite. We so are not far. hating. When when we say we don't like music, we don't mean like we're not hating on the artist. We are just here to say what we think. And if we said we like everything, then that would be boring too. So that's true. Yeah, that's cause drama. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it for this week. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, we'll be back next week with more stuff. We don't know what will happen next week because. We can't predict the future, but we will talk about whatever it is. It'll be exciting. Yeah, hopefully there um, is something. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, we'll check out. out the socials. Music Shack Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Music Shack on Twitter. YouTube. All streaming platforms in terms of podcasts like Apple Podcasts, yeah. Spotify. I don't know. I'm really bad at this. Um, but if you <laughs> want to um, comment your, your favourite folklore song, or give us an artist to listen to, and we'll definitely do that. And come up with section names, because we're section. We're, we're really bad at this stuff. So, yes, um, section. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm really bad at English. But um, thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been another hour, but I'll maybe cut it down to 50 minutes. We'll see. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for being here. And yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.